Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Vicarious Competition. Today's episode, we are going to showcase CyberCon. And CyberCon is playing monster. Before we get started, you know what? Let me give um, a quick shout out to uh, my friend Garrett. Was able to, he reached out to me, let me know that uh, it's actually kind of weird and difficult to comment on the Line of Sight website. So we're going to um, look into that one. That may be a lost cause. So we'll kind of move on beyond that. He also pointed out that the with the reclamation facility is does not get the power dice from the UCI building. So important note there. It only rolls the action dice plus the boost dice uh, included in the roll. So minor inconvenience on the UCI building, but... Thank you again for the clarification. But on to CyberCon. This is a great example of a vanilla monster that works. CyberCon has a decent number of flashy rules that don't always, you know, come up very often, but he's got enough stats and, and the right dials in the right places to make him an effective monster. So this guy is speed six with high mobility, defense eight, 11 health, Right there, you've got just a plain stat line, but the bonus of high mobility. So that's good. Destabilizer is plus one boost dice when brawl, making brawler blast attacks against a building. Here, this happens sometimes, but more often than not, you're going to be making either ram or rampage power attacks. So the fact that this rule is restricted only to brawl and blast is is a little unfortunate and these are the types of things you know that you look for in with a competitive mindset you know th these are the things that you consider and and it's those metagame strategies that make rules more or less important on the card he's mechanical so he can heal off of power plants which doesn't almost never comes up particularly with him some of the lightning strike monsters can get away with it but it's really hard for cybercon you know, but if you're doing it, you've got destabilizer, so um, you've got synergy there, I guess. Seismic Step is a really sweet ability. It's basically like a double stomp. When you make a stomp attack, you can move a space and then stomp again using the same dice in play. This is good if uh, you're playing against an opponent that's like flooding you with units, either on your side of the board or their side of the board. There are times when it's... Um, the correct play to break off with one of your monsters and just start rampaging through the enemy's power base and cause some serious disruption there and cybercon is a great monster choice for doing that one um but, you know because he can kind of maximize his unit destruction or he can even wiggle into like a safe space if there's room to do that one strip mining gives allied faction brawl and blast attack or oh only brawl Ooh, excuse me um, brawl attacks gain destabilizer. Um, it's fine. This doesn't come up very often at all. And reason being, there's not a good reason for Ubercorp units to be attacking buildings. It's, so that's kind of a interesting. And, and to restrict it to only brawl attacks is like... Uh, this rule, I wish had gotten some more time in the tank. Because it's just like your options are... Carnotrons, which are a pretty hard pass, or Shinobots, which I like the Shinobots. Uh, the sprint roll is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. This one, 
doesn't come up very often at all. But on to the rest of Cybercon's card. He's got a vanilla brawl. He's got a blast with power drain, uh, so which causes the enemy's control, the monster's controller, to lose the power dice. I like this a whole lot because, especially in those early turns when he is still in alpha form, there are absolutely times when you're just shooting off cheeky blast attacks at monsters you know because either they're screened too good or you don't have enough power dice generation and you just want to start chipping away I'm, I'm a big proponent of chip damage it's one of the things that i really try and focus on is that i'm always trying to get in you know damage here or damage there because at the end of the game that'll add up so i always make sure my list is unit damage you know i'm, I'm always if i can throw dice at a monster i'm going to do it you know because that's the primary win condition so if you kill their monster you win the game nothing on his power attacks we're going to go right into hyper uh, oh, and we're doing good on time. Still speed 6, still defense 8, 5 health and hyper. That, I don't know, it's always exciting when monsters gain speed or defense or anything, but Cybercon really doesn't need it. Um, he gets enough things. He gains, uh, he drops strip mining and destabilizer and just gets demolisher, which is straight a huge upgrade. I've talked about this on other monsters. White Dejan has it. Um, other monsters have it. I don't know. Every monster that has Demolisher is great. Oh, freaking Armadax has this, I think. Ugh, Armadax. We'll talk about him later. Maybe we'll do an, an Armadax episode. We, we should. Let's talk about the giant dinosaur in the room. Demolisher is fantastic because that's additional power dice generation. Those are some of the things that I look for in my competitive monsters. I want to be making lots of power dice. He gets rapid fire, so a free blast that gives him access to screen clearing. Cybercon is really great and excels, I think, in the one v one. You know, if you and when he if he's the second monster to go down, so you can try and protect him. He gets spotter, which is just a nice buff to have. He gets some blues on his power attacks. His blast turns into siphon from up from power drain, which is. Uh, just a strict upgrade. It's the enemy controller still loses a power dice, but you also gain a power dice. So siphon is just a better form of power drain. It's a really nice transition from an alpha to a hyper monster because it doesn't change the intrinsic idea or the game plan of the monster, but it gives you a stronger, more powerful ability. So I really, really like to see these types of designs. The other thing to talk about in, in on his blast in both in alpha and hypers that is a range five blast so you don't range three blast versus range five blast is a huge difference and and the reason for that is the safety of your monster you know it makes a really big difference where you're shooting from uh, after the shot is done you know anybody can run up it's not that hard to spend action dice to get forward and get where you need to know to make the attack but to be safer afterwards is a is a really big deal lastly his power attack picks up five boost dice and i don't know if we should should we say boost dice or blue dice the dice are blue i should probably say boost dice i think i'm gonna try to make a habit of that i feel like i've been waffling back and forth i think we're gonna call them boost dice ah but they are blue his power attack gets penetrator which gives the target minus one defense it's fantastic so it makes him really really accurate on his power attacks which is the main source of damage so that's what you need um, and just makes them overall, you know, there's nothing, no one thing in particular that, you know, makes Cybercon's kit stand out, you know, but he is the Mechagodzilla monster, so he's super cool. <laughs> he's He gets a lot of shit for being so tiny. That's another 
<laughs> the, the scaling department of Privateer Press, man, with this monster is he just needed to go up like another 5%. I think he would have been fine. But with the crouching pose, and I'm sure the model volume is, is fine, but the way he's posed and he's just, he, he looks like a tiny guy, especially you, you, um, if you stand him next to Gorgodrachan, he just, who's like a big chungus, Gorgodrachan is like huge. Um, it makes Hybercon look extra tiny. So, but he, he's a cool monster. Uh, he's, like I said, he's sweet and simple. He's good for newer players. He's good if you want to do Ubercorp. What can you pair Cybercon with? Because his list certainly doesn't need anything in in particular. You just bring whatever your your cookie cutter list is or your, or your stock list. You just go straight for standard issue. There is absolutely nothing in the unit slots that Cybercon wants to see. Um, not really much in the way of buildings either. Uh, you can pretty much just take your your regular loadout. I'm trying to think if there's even no because even destabilizer that sort of like it's not worth building for. Nothing on his card is worth building for. As far as monster pairs though, he's pretty flexible. So even though this is a generalist monster. Because he has that screen clear in hyper, and and his hyper is so good. His his alpha is fine, but most of the monsters don't do a whole lot in alpha. So you probably want a monster that's strong in their alpha form, you know. And and I'm thinking out loud. I think Ares. I have to revisit Ares is, has been on my mind just as as a meta consideration. I think the meta is starting to move away from Ares, and we're getting totally off of the Cybercon. But I, Cybercon Ares, uh, I think, might be an interesting pair. But somebody with a very strong alpha. You could probably do Cthulhu but he has the same problems that Ares has. Um, hmm. Other UCI, if you wanted to do UCI pure, what could you... You could, oh, well, you could absolutely take him with Mecha Maxim. Mecha Maxim pairs well with everyone. That's a really scary... Uh, combination Cybercon Mecha Maxim is Gord. Gorgadratron is a little bit harder to unlock, and we'll talk about that um, in the Gorgadratron episode. I think there he was the first experiment with what well, we'll talk about in his episode. Uh, I'm going to leave it here. We hit 10 minutes. We were chit chatting about Cybercon, and that's what I have to say. So pick somebody that you like in Alpha, and, and he'll take care of the rest. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.